Hey everybody, this is Adam, co-host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Just a heads up that despite the unfortunate timeliness of this episode, we actually recorded this over a month ago and have been planning to put this episode out on this day for a long time now. I toyed with the idea of putting off releasing it for a week or two, but ultimately decided against that. I know the natural inclination after a tragedy like the one that happened this week in Florida is to ask if we can just take a few days before we start talking about mass shootings again. Well, as recent history has made really clear, if we do that, we'll never have a chance to talk about mass shootings because these things happen all the time now. So here's part two of our look into the Sandy Hook school shooting. It was not a hoax. It's a real thing that happened, and it keeps happening, and it's high time we start talking about how to fix it. If you're still denying that, you are at least half of the problem. Anyway, stay strong, America, and thanks for listening. We love you. Welcome to Conspiracy, the show, with your hosts... Adam Todd Brown and Connor McSpadden. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Sandy Hook Raw. <laughs> That's not exactly what it's called. Adam always likes to start the show when I take a drink of water. <laughs> it's a conspiracy of the show tradition. That's, that is a reference to as a, a file titling system. Yes. You know, when you're a podcast mogul, you've got to make sure you keep those raw audio files uh, organized. And sometimes it leads to a funny thing on your desktop <laughs> that just says Sandy Hook Raw. And the FBI is, is hacking into you going like, what is this 48-minute monstrosity? I don't even want to listen. I don't have an, I, they don't pay me enough to hear what this is. And then they listen, and now they're subscribers. Oh, yeah. That's how, that's how we get most of our fan base. A lot yeah. of people think it's cracked, but it's really... <laughs> no, we just end up on government lists, and then we convert those employees and then some of these guys are like you know maybe maybe i am a cog in some kind of infernal <laughs> misinformation machine almost certainly so how have you been since we recorded last oh, i've been good it's been two weeks as yeah. you know um yeah. I, I i did a silent meditation retreat <laughs> it was a good time have you ever done one of those chet wilde does those all the time. No, I, ha- I was dating a gal who wanted me to go with her, and I wanted to do it, but uh, I just I had like a, like gigs or something, and I couldn't. I just I don't get why you have to go anywhere. I could fucking hang out for a few days and not talk. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's almost a staycation. Yeah, a silent staycation. I guess you need a guy in a robe to tell you about like you know the power of listening or some shit. Yeah, that's kind of part of it. How's he going to do it if he's also being silent? I don't know. That's I don't know I if would... anyone gets to talk. Yeah. That's what I would demand. I don't. I, I just feel like I would just be in my bed, kind of freaked out at night, just like shit. And I'd be like, okay, I could still talk. Like I would just, <laughs> I would want to hear, you know. Yeah, just make sure, and then fucking klaxons start going off. Yeah, they converge <laughs> on you. <laughs> that would be great to come out and then just start talking again. And all of a sudden, I have a Danish accent for no reason. <laughs> just like, God damn it, I knew this fucking. Zen shit was too powerful. Yeah. So we're going to get back to the remaining 33 questions from the Sandy Hook shooting. This is like those MySpace surveys from back in the day. Yeah. You remember those? <laughs> uh-huh. I, I used to do the... That was that was my first thing where I wanted to be funny, whereas I'd, I'd just find like a MySpace survey and I'd copy and paste and I'd write funny answers hoping my friends would read it, you know? Yeah. That was my whole thing. Because <laughs> you'd do bulletins. I really liked the MySpace 
environment. It yeah, was fun. MySpace was fun. It was. You could have spinning rims on your fucking profile. Dude, page. you could put so you could put you could do you, anything. You could have your little guy that made it say that you're online now. It could be a little breakdancing gif. That's right. I had that. You know, you could change all your <laughs> you background. Have that, dude. Of course, you fuck. You're a loser. You know, you could make your profile look all clean and just yeah, have a nice aesthetic, really professional. Oh yeah, it was great. Uh, so yeah, let's get to this. Is question seventeen? Why does the iconic image of the teacher leading kids out of school contain evidence of Photoshop doctoring and fakery? This is a question that comes up a few different times in a few different ways, and every time it boils down to some kids look alike. There is, we watched the, if you got all the way through that documentary, at the end, there's a scene where 26 kids from Sandy Hook are singing at halftime of the Super Bowl. And uh, one, I don't remember that, but yeah, Two, neither do I. That's weird. Yeah, they're they're showing all these kids and then showing side by side photos of the kids who were killed I- at the school, and they're like, "See, these are the same kids." And it's like, "No, they're not." Well, they're not. And also, if this was a conspiracy, why the fuck would you do that? Why would you put the same <laughs> at the kids? Super Bowl? That'd be like, okay, we're gonna send Marilyn Monroe to walk on the moon. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the the episode that will have gone up last week by the time people hear this about the Russian apartment bombings. Now that's a false flag operation mm. where they mm-mm, made mm-mm. they made some very key and kind of funny errors in trying to pull oh, it yeah, off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But they still got away with it. All the Sandy Hook stuff, they're looking for errors and examples of the government fucking up to cover this up and they're going so over the top, yeah, to the point where it's like, look, they tr- they, they they pulled out all the kids who got killed and had them sing at the Super Bowl. They wouldn't do that. Sure, and you know that what, would man? not happen. Sure, look for errors. Keep keep your uh, institutions honest. You know, did, did, of course, yeah. Use your freedom of speech and the freedom of, uh, of press to fucking try to get any kind of discrepancies out there and have them addressed so everyone can rest. The- but it's just like if you didn't find anything, great. Yeah, that's good. Don't don't, don't make up something to say you found it. Who wants to find something here? Yeah, we don't want. We want this to be. I'm sorry. We want this to just be a crazy gunman killing kids. Yeah, that's the best explanation. That is unfortunately the best case scenario here. And it seems like that is what happened. Yeah. Like, and people who've listened to this podcast, I'm sure there's some people listening for the first time who are hoping we're gonna really go hard on Sandy Hook parents or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But because there have been plenty of these episodes we've done where by the end we're like yeah that probably happened it's very it's very similar to like the uh like seth rich where you see that quote from his parents and you're just like jesus christ these poor people yeah. you know the, in that megan kelly alex jones interview which if you haven't seen one of the <laughs> fucking funniest things i've ever seen in my goddamn life it is but uh, yeah just and they talk to that sandy hook dad and you just look at him and you're like this guy ain't faking. This is not, this is yeah. not, like, you couldn't, if if you actually killed his own kid, <laughs> fucking Daniel Day-Lewis could not do a more convincing yeah. monologue. Like, it's fucking brutal. Yeah. This happened. It definitely happened. God damn it, people. Question 18. Why does the Sandy Hook timeline of evacuation not match the video evidence from the trooper's car stationed at the Sandy Hook Elementary School Park? I can't find anything about this yeah i haven't seen i've i've looked very hard to find this video evidence from the trooper's car or the timeline of events and anything about how they don't match up and i don't see it referenced anywhere it might be in one of wolfgang halbig's 
several YouTube videos <laughs> that I did not have time to get through all of them. But I mean, there there is a thing where people just like, they'll just throw this in there, and you know, nobody. Yeah, you you'll just people don't. You, you are unusual in that you're like, well, let me find that video. Most people are like, why does yeah. it? Why doesn't? Yeah, why is it like that? Yeah. And uh, this question, this this next one is kind of similar to that, and we'll. Uh, this one's really interesting. Question 19. Why was there a big electronic sign erected at the entrance to the Sandy Hook Elementary School stating everyone must check in if the event were real and not a drill? The thing about this, the sign everyone's referring to, I'm sure you've seen it. It's uh, I'm probably probably at this link. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. And yes, there's a sign that says everyone must check in, and people spotted it initially in an interview with that Gene Rosen guy. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, the conspiracy theorist's take on this is that that interview was happening the day of the event. Yeah. And it didn't. The interview they're talking about happened at the latest, or at the earliest on December 15th, which was the next day. Yeah. But most people agree that it happened on December 18th. And in that case, of course, there's going to be a sign saying everyone must check in. They're not just it's yeah, not you a fucking museum of death. You can't just walk in and look at the crime scene. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be so many fucking looky-loos at that yeah. point. And it's like, he's, he's got to go back to school. Yeah. Fucking, there's going to be a clipboard involved. Yeah. And I did see he, this Wolfgang Halbig got like a Freedom of Information Act hearing in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And this question comes up. And the woman's like, I don't know, Department of Homeland Security probably put it there. And people seized on that. And they were like, why would Homeland Security be there? Why the fuck wouldn't Homeland Security be there? I don't know. The Homeland was not super secure over there. Probably securing the Homeland with their uh, please check in signs. (laughs) Yeah. That makes things a little more secure. That's probably one of the coolest (laughs) things he ever did was give them that sign. (laughs) That's, That's Homeland Security doing what we want them to do. Yeah. Uh, so that one, that's one that people really hit on. And if you don't look into it enough, it is like, yeah, that is weird. Yeah, it's suspicious until it's just like, oh, of course. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was just a few days later. Yeah. Oh, people. Question number 20. Why was there an active shooter drill at around the same place and the same time as the Sandy Hook event? Every recent false flag since at least 9-11 has had this element. Okay. Every false flag since at least 9-11. What what's in between nine eleven and Sandy Hook in terms of false flags that the government pulled off? I don't even yeah I, I can't I can't think of any and yeah there really aren't a ton no there's although I mean I'm sure Oklahoma City but that was yeah that was before. previous yeah other than that I can't think of anything that people label as false flags yeah, that the like government an has done false flag I don't know I'm sure Alex Jones would would disagree oh yeah I'm sure Al- everything's a false flag to Alex Jones yeah. that's why we love him oh that guy. But this also, this is like saying, why was there a tornado drill and then a tornado f- a few days later? Yeah, I mean, yeah. because you plan for these kind of things in the event that they happen. And sometimes they happen not long after you plan for them. And that's probably good. Yeah. and That's uh, when you want it to happen. I don't know if you've been following the news, but uh, yeah, having an active shooter drill is probably a good move at a public school. <laughs> and Connecticut's a big gun state. Like, there, there's a lot of gun activity in Connecticut, like yeah. legal gun sales, and but also a big heroin trade. So they isn't have, it kind of like a like a Vermont type state where you think of it as kind of liberal? But I mean, it's just got a lot of fucking 
like it's like all, rural gun owners and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Connecticut's a weird state. It's uh, the heroin problem is just out of control. No shit, because you think Connecticut and you just think waspy people in big houses, but I yeah, mean, you know, there's, there's and it's in like little towns in Connecticut too. Yeah, it's 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 weird, but yeah, I mean, they did a drill for something and then a thing happened. That doesn't make this a conspiracy. Yeah. Like every one of these things, when you take them as a list of 33 and just read the list, it seems kind of damning. Yeah, yeah. But when you look into each one of these, in almost every case, there's a perfectly plausible explanation for it. And that goes against everything I believe. I'm normally like, yeah, where's, Wait, the, cons- where is the, conspiracy? where's the conspiracy here? Yeah, yeah. And I'm telling you, I'm trying to find it. <laughs> it's just not presenting itself i mean if anything this is the most this is the the piece of evidence that's most convincing that it just happened to me on the same day but it's like that's one thing right you know that's like kind of mildly suspicious and the the drill i don't i think the drill they're referring to happened a few days before i don't think it because yeah, it was in the day because we don't have an exact time frame here on the sheet yeah, but that's one of the the theories behind the documentary we keep watching which i think is called unraveling sandy hook or the dec- documentary we keep mentioning, her theory is basically that this was a drill that went live, meaning a real shooter snuck into a drill and started shooting, which that seems crazier. That, like, that Why seems would like a the shooter craziest possible explanation. Go sh- shoot up a drill. Like, that's that would be the, the worst time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know? know what school I'm going to shoot up? The one with all the cops already there. That's really like, like <laughs> trying to conceive on your period. Like, it's, yeah, it's exactly. very dumb. Yeah. No one would do that. He goes and checks in. I'm the shooter. I'm, the, uh... <laughs> I'm here to uh, shoot 26 kids, please. Come right in, sir. Uh, question. Two o'clock. <laughs> Question 22. If Sandy Hook Elementary School was a legitimate and operational school at the time of the event, why is there evidence that the school shut in 2009 due to asbestos, was reinspected in 2011, and was flooded again with Hurricane Irene and Sandy? We know FEMA and the U.S. federal government supplied money to Newtown to revitalize it. Why does the local business Apex Glass claim they were using the school premises for their glass business? I I don't know. (laughs) That guy, that guy was probably trying to do some tax cheating or some shit like that. Yeah, it's it looked like a pretty big school. Maybe there was. Why is this homeless guy's address listed as his favorite bar? (laughs) It's a fucking. Got to get his mail. I don't know. The the thing about the school being closed for five years, what people are basing that on is internet traffic, and there's this period where if you pull up, this is from Metabunk. Dot org also debunked this one and it's a really boring but also kind of complex answer that just has to do with the robots.txt file mm-hmm. which is what google uses to crawl uh to crawl the web and pull information about different websites and different pages yeah the one for sandy hook was updated at one point and when that happened the last update was five years prior and then this update happened and something about the way they updated that, it made it look like the school was just non-existent for five years. Okay. So it's a real, it's a technical internet answer that you can find on metabunk.org that even if we read it to you, it's very boring. Yeah, yeah. There's it's, a, it's just a webmaster thing, there's basically. There's fucking math involved. Yeah. There's HTML tags. It's a... And, but it's still an answer. Like it, it's yeah, a better yeah. answer than oh, the school didn't exist. And it's and it's well. So you there, there's just all these 
actors were like, you get a free house if you help us try to take their guns away. You know, just say that you have a kid that goes here to this fake school. There's going to be a guy in there cutting windows. Don't worry about him. (laughs) Yeah, this seems like it would be... This would be such a hard conspiracy to pull off. Oh, yeah. I mean... Because the number of people who have to be in on it. Like, even beyond the fucking, like, quiz show type thing where, you know, like, oh, a lot of these people can keep a secret. It's like... This is such a... Think about how much money you would get to go out and be like, I have proof that fucking... Guess what? Fucking National Enquirer here's or people or whoever is going to run into the story. Just like, yeah, here's my little kit that tells me how to start my fake family in Newtown. (laughs) And here's the bio for my fake kid. And they've got it it all faxed over to me, signed by Colin Powell himself. And it's just... Yeah, of, of 600 people, would somebody would have cracked. Yeah, and you're also counting on, like, they've interviewed kids for for various news programs <laughs> Bill, and things. Bill Cosby's down. Like, <laughs> so what did, you do? what did you hear on that fateful day? I don't do a Cosby, but. <laughs> but if nothing else, a kid would say something wrong in one of those interviews. Oh, yeah. Because kids are dumb, and they don't know when when to and when not to lie. So. Someone would have slipped up yeah. of all these people. And I know that's that's the kind of thing I normally like. I normally like to shoot that down when people are like, oh, how could all these people keep a secret this long? Well, usually those are conspiracies where we're talking about the Secret Service. It's like in their name. They, yeah, they yeah. can absolutely keep a secret. But I don't believe families of dead kids would be in. <laughs> What's really frustrating is. All you have to do is just go check out the Hartford Current, which is the local newspaper there. There's all this follow-up shit about the families, and you see them, and all the things they're doing. And it's like, these people fucking exist. But people just read this article, 33 questions, and go, well, answer our questions. You go answer them, motherfucker. Do some Googling and find the answer. Yeah. Or just listen to Conspiracy the Show on Mm. the Unpops podcast. Yeah, we we do the the work so you don't have to. Exactly. Do the, yeah, that local town newspaper. How fucking much pressure is it to write that headline the day after? Yeah. What do you, you, you're just like, shit, what is, do we just, just fuck and all, like what? Yeah. I don't know. Sandy whoops. (laughs) <laughs> that that wasn't good. That's why it, I don't write headlines. Oh yeah, it was in it was in a production uh, earlier or whatever. They didn't have time to change, so it's just like uh, winter is here. You know? <laughs> oh, that's grim. Yeah, it would have been crazy having to cover this and report on it. Yeah, I remember it cracked. We did an article with a Sandy Hook parent about what it's like getting harassed by truthers and shit. It's pretty intense. Yeah, that sounds article. pretty fucking brutal. Like, imagine your kid dies and you just have the internet flooding you with questions about why you lied about having a fake kid Yeah, to take guns away from people. Guns that we all still very much have. Oh, yeah. And, like, just people that are just like, I'm I'm just a real estate agent. I didn't, I didn't want to be in this position, you know? Yeah. I'm not a fucking public speaker or a public figure. I don't want to fucking broadcast my thoughts. I have a Facebook page to share pictures of my now past passed on kid to my family it's just like that's my whole level of putting things out to the world and you gotta adjust to this it's just that's gotta fucking be brutal yeah uh question number 24 why did newtown town clerk debbie aurelia and connecticut state attorney kevin kane refuse to release the death certificates in the names of the victims why did connecticut officials conspire to pass an unprecedented bill banning freedom freedom of information act requests and access to death certificates and other information 
normally part of the public record as a matter of course for centuries. Probably because of the motherfuckers that are spreading this conspiracy. Yeah. Like they, for one thing, death certificates of dead kids, that's the kind of thing you can use for identity fraud, if nothing else. Oh, totally, yeah. Like when that's, people, like, that's like when you, when you do see voter fraud, it's usually dead people voting. Yeah, or when you just want to change your identity. You, like, you see it in movies all the time. People go to a graveyard and say, oh, this kid died when he was five days old. I'll just use that fucking identity. Yeah, yeah, it's still fresh. And beyond that, even before they passed this, there was a long history of people harassing the shit out of these parents yeah of course you're going to want to keep that information a little more private than usual because most tragedies don't involve that aspect no one went out to the 9-11 families and started hounding them about whether their dead relative was really in the building but that happened with this one so of course they're going to make like the people asking this question are the answer to their own question. Yeah. Basically. And it's like in, in the 16 years since that, everything has just become exponentially more toxic. Yeah. You know. Question 25. Why were there so many black and silver government type cars around the school and firehouse in place before the event? All right. The black and silver cars are talking about our Honda Civics. Yeah. For one thing. That is not which, a that is not a men in black car. I do not recognize that as a government car. <laughs> I do recognize it as the third best selling car in the United States. Oh. So there are going to be oh, a lot right. of them in any parking lot. I mean, but come on, Adam. This is just <laughs> you just you, you're just afraid of the truth at this point. Yeah. I don't even get what the question is here. Like what if they were government cars again? Of course, there's going to be government workers and officials well, yeah, my, at the scene. My buddy's dad is a detective, and he has an undercover car, and it's beige, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, yeah. This is like... And it, it's like, this is also... I think I bring this point up later in the notes, but this is the kind of thing where it's like 9-11. Like, when 9-11 happened, every fucking firefighter and cop in New York converged on that scene. Yeah. Uh probably a great day to commit crime elsewhere in the city oh certainly and this would be the same thing people are going to hear that if you're a fucking volunteer firefighter if you're a cop if you're I, a retired cop i'm just the county comptroller and i'm just like i don't know if there's anything i can do do you guys yeah. have a spread like you know yeah people are going to show up yeah and of course there's gonna like there's gonna be some honda civics <laughs> there's a lot of honda fucking civics in the world yeah it's like, why are there so many Toyota Camrys? Because it's a best-selling car in the United States. Because you're in Compton, yeah. and these don't belong to them. <laughs> exactly. I had I had that 94 Camry, the most stolen car in the world. Oh, nice. Where you can literally open it with just a popsicle stick. Yeah. Uh, question number 26. According to Sophia Smallstorm, why were the exact number 26? Ooh, nice, nice fucking... <laughs> nice work there. That was cute what you did. Uh, why were the exact number of Christmas trees for the memorial already sitting outside the firehouse before the event occurred? You know what this shit's like? That's like when, when you get like too fast, too furious in the, in the movie. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's the second Fast and the Furious movie. Very good. <laughs> this is another one that on the surface seems really weird. Mm -hmm. Like you're like, yeah, why so soon after the event are all 26 trees already out there? What happened is someone who used to live in Connecticut, and you can. this is a thing you can go find the Hartford Current story about it. It's mm -hmm. in a perfectly reasonable publication that reported on this. Again, I don't think the, uh, the, the globalist fucking uh, puppet masters are <laughs> so in control of the media. They're taking over the Hartford Current, <laughs> the most small town ass named small town newspaper. Yeah. Well, I and I'm like I think about my local the Chino Champion, 
Do I think that place is infested <laughs> with fucking CIA misinformation agents? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So the Chino champion can really fuck as soon as there's a shooting at Mountain View. <laughs> so this uh, this actually has a really simple explanation. There was a former Newtown resident who had moved and was living in North Carolina at the time. Mm-hmm. Anonymous donor. They they call. They heard that these shootings happened. And they knew the fire department does an annual Christmas tree sale every year. So they heard that Sandy Hook happened. They heard how many kids died. They called up the fire station and said, hey, uh, I'd like to buy 26 trees and have them put in front of the fire station as a memorial to these kids. Mm -hmm. And the thing, Sandy Hook was a tragedy, but it's not going to shut the entire government down. Yeah. Probably even the part where you call and order a Christmas tree. I mean, that lady, she's a receptionist, you know, yeah. like or who, that, whoever that is. It's just like, yeah, they're not on the scene, you know. She's yeah. like still got paper to push. She's, she's still like, at yeah, work. Payroll, you know? payroll goes out tomorrow. I mean, I'll, I'll keep the news on in the background, but I got to fucking do this Excel shit. Yeah, and you know, she, this person called, and they just they took the trees and put them out back and yeah, set them aside, so they were back, ready. Everyone comes back, and they're like, oh, my God, what a day. This is the worst day. And, she, and they're like, how are, you, how are you doing, Cheryl? I moved 26 Christmas trees. <laughs> <laughs> we're still moving units. Yeah. Still moving units. Yeah, so that's all that was. It was someone bought the trees, and they had them out back for a while, and then they moved them out front. Nothing crazy about it. Yeah. At all. All right. This one's weird. Question 27. Why do so many of the victims' family members appear to be acting, smirking, giggling, snickering, and outright laughing after the event, such as Robbie Parker? Now, see, that's that such as Robbie Parker part is important mm-hmm. because they're only talking about Robbie Parker. Yeah. Like, there aren't, there isn't a plethora of uh, Sandy Hook parents cackling on YouTube videos over the death of their kids. There's just the Robbie Parker video. And have you seen it? No. It's weird. Yeah, we should he, pull it up. He definitely looks like he's gearing up for a performance of some sort. And he in does. In a situation like this, I remember at Virginia Tech when I went out there. He does let out a little ones giggle before he starts. Young people wanted to remember their sons and their daughters. And as a result, they spoke and made a statement. Uh, so we'll see if uh, Robbie Parker, I assume he's going Here to come out to, to the laugh. microphones now. And make a statement. Uh, looks like the family is there, and they're getting ready to make uh, to come to the microphone. So we'll listen. Start. Okay. So I was looking at the wrong guy, but uh, <laughs> I got. I, got it. I thought it was the dude in the sweater vest. No, it was the guy in the suit, and he does like he does a little. Like he's getting ready to deliver a performance, but oh, yeah. he's all he could also just be taking in a deep breath because he's about to address the fact that his kid got murdered at school that day. Oh yeah, and again, like this is in no way comparable. But it's like I've gotten into like a couple of rough car accidents and been a little hysterical. You know, it's just like yeah, it's a fucking uh, you don't know. Like if you you squish your whole reality with the I don't know what's gonna ooze out the sides. Yeah, it's and like my natural defense mechanism in a lot of situations like this is to. Tell jokes. Oh, certainly, yeah. Be funny and try to keep the situation lighthearted. I'll tell a joke in the middle of an argument. Oh, yeah. Like, it's what I do. I get, oh, yeah, we, and I'm sure we, 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 spend, we spend some time in the doghouse for that, don't we, Adam? <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like, people react to stress differently. Yeah. Like, this one thing is not proof that everyone at Sandy Hook were crisis actors just hired to... 
why, why would they send the same crisis actors to different like that? Yeah. I, I, I admit our government is probably evil, but they're not stupid. Yeah, yeah. They're not dumb. They, Pretty competent. Yeah, they get away with, with, with shit, shit like this. In terms of like running like a functioning, I don't know, economy for you, bad. In terms of trying to take your civil liberties with uh, shady misrepresentations of events they orchestrated, they're pretty good at that, you know? Yeah, they're, they're pretty, really good at it. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, this place, This uh, if you go to a, a Greek restaurant, you get the gyros, it's great. I, yeah. Don't fucking try the pancakes. Like, it's <laughs> exactly. Just... Uh, there's another video, though. This one, uh, question 28. This one's also kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, how does one explain the highly strange behavior of coroner Wayne Carver? What a great name for someone who does autopsies. Yeah. <laughs> Carver. Carver. Dr. Carver. Uh, why did Carver say that you can control a situation depending on your photographer? And I have very good photographers, which we already addressed that one. But why did Carver say that, quote, I hope the people of Newtown don't have it crash on their heads later? That is a weird statement. Yeah. That's that's an odd statement. Listen to how he talks. <laughs> that's Sophia Smallstorm. I've been at this for a third of a century. Uh, and it's... My sensibilities may not be the average man. Uh, but Joke. this probably is the worst I have seen. Or uh, the worst uh, that... I know of any of my colleagues having seen, and uh, that all the more makes me uh, uh, proud and, and grateful to our staff, who, uh, uh, to a man, have uh, have just man only uh, behaved uh, most professionally uh, uh, and, and strongly, and um, I hope. Uh, I hope they and I hope uh, the people of Newtown uh, don't have a crash on their head later. So that is a weird thing to say. I still don't know exactly what that means. Neither do I. Again, I, I will say this man sits in a refrigerated dark room cutting up dead people. He's not exactly camera ready. Right. You know? And what he comes off as to me is someone who is sees enough death that he's calm yeah of in course discussing it but he's also never seen death on this scale yeah or of this magnitude or this type so he's gonna be a little weird with the, the words he chooses certainly yeah and it's like you 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 talk and release your words and and, and probably as much as almost anybody right there's you, you can listen to you know 15 hours of you talking every single month and it's like from time to time, you're still going to say something like, oh, wait, no, I was talking about that thing earlier and that came out bad. It's like even someone that's very used to this, used to being on television, like I'm sure Ryan Seacrest fucks something up every once in a while. Yeah. Much less Dr. Carver, the fat coroner. Yeah. It's fucking insane. <laughs> he did kind of see it, did kind of have a Dr. Phil type inflection. Yeah, he did. He had he had a TV doctor kind of look to him. He did. Yeah. But. He is the coroner I, and you know, you know, in Connecticut. I hope the people of Newtown don't have this crash down on their heads. Maybe he was saying, you know, with this photographic guy, this is just an inference here, and I, you know, take it for what you will. It's like, I hope they don't have people come and f doubting this. Yeah. You know? That could very well have been it. It very well could have been the same thing where it's like the answer to the question is the people asking it. Right, right. Uh, question 29. Why did Lieutenant Paul Vance threaten to prosecute as a crime Anyone who reported information that contradicted the official narrative. 
probably so people would stop posting inaccurate information yeah. about the crime. Because that was a thing that happened a lot in the hours and days after. People immediately seized on this and were trying to call it a conspiracy. And I think almost like doing that, I mean, and, and again, it is, you know, someone who is, you know, obviously a, a, in favor of free speech. But it's like if you are asking these these questions and, you know, you're just going up and sticking a microphone into the face of someone who just lost their yeah. child at the grocery store. It's like, is that not the emotional kind of version of yelling fire in a crowded theater? Yeah. You know, is that not like think about how. Yeah. Again, you, you talk about doing the crack piece, but how fucking psychologically damaging that would be to just have people call you a liar after this horrible yeah. thing happened. It's, it's like everything that's happened is bad enough. And then on top of it. You have people doing this. Of course, the officials in, involved with it are going to take some steps to protect the parents. Yeah. And they might seem like unconventional steps, but that's because there was a very unconventional response to this tragedy. Yeah. Like, there's never been... Like, we didn't do this in the immediate aftermath of 9-11. We, I mean, I guess the internet wasn't as robust then, so we couldn't, but... Like, the, this is the first tragedy where it's been immediately, like, minutes, hours later, people oh, are yeah. like, no, this is fake. They just want our guns. And need we remind you, we still have our guns. Mm-hmm. Like, if this was a false flag operation, it did not achieve its goal. And again, it just it, it exhausts your ability to investigate, discern what's real and what isn't, to, yeah. to believe anybody. And uh, we're in this, like, fucking post-truth society where it's just like i don't know man i just uh but boy are the tide pods delicious like it's just (laughs) like what the fuck is to be done yeah it's fucking crazy uh question 30 we're getting to the end saving the saving the doozies they're kind of they have been ramping up in terms of like okay i see what you're going for but uh question 30 why did connecticut governor daniel malloy say that quote the lieutenant governor and i have been spoken to in an attempt that we might be prepared for something like this playing itself out in our state they're called preparedness drills yeah you think he hasn't been briefed on what would happen if a mass shooting breaks out in his state totally i mean by this time i mean if you remember those like later obama using all those fucking mass shootings it's like he literally, it's like, it's like if you're a comic and you got a clean set, you know, he like had the set, like he yeah. was just like, yeah, he's like, he should not, we shouldn't have to be this prepared for it. This is not yeah. something anybody would like for there to uh, necessitate a drill, but. <laughs> yeah, but a drill happened and we were ready. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not that scandalous. This It's, I can either have an article written about like, why did they have a drill or why didn't they have a drill? Yeah, and, like, it's going to be one or the other. The former is slightly better. Yeah. Uh, question 31. This one's really frustrating to me because there's such an easy answer for it. Uh, why did no one sue the school or the estate of Nancy Lanza? And you normally do see lawsuits yeah. after crimes he, well, he like this. Well, he killed her, too, and I guess to the estate. but uh... Yeah, that would, for one thing, be remarkably shitty yeah. to sue the estate of a woman who just died at the hands of uh, her own child. Yeah, But if... People would just do a scant amount of Googling and looking around. Again, check the Hartford Current. You will see that the families, uh, what they're doing is what I wish families would do in the event of mass shootings. They're trying to sue the gun manufacturer and the store that sold the guns. Yeah. So these what, a more, families, what a more productive thing. Rather yeah. than just try to like try to attack this empty purse. I'm sure the Lanza family didn't have billions lying around. Right. But it's just like... 
yeah, how about we actually try to make some kind of a difference here? You yeah. Know? Like, yeah, like that great scene in, uh, for whatever you think of the movie, Belonging for Columbine, where he's just like, yeah, you, I'm, we're going to stop selling ammunition at Walmart, you know, or just like, yeah, yeah, what a, what a better idea. <laughs> yeah. And you're shitting on them for having a better idea. And it's like, it's a thing you can just, and if you're going to be mad about anything, be mad that they're not being allowed to sue the gun manufacturers. Yeah. Like, sure. that's a crazy story that should upset people and probably. There's some kind of conspiracy behind it. Yeah, and it's like, you know, you look, look at a lot of these people, especially with all this pressure they've faced, and it's like, yeah, they really have kind of risen to the occasion in a lot of ways, and yeah. you don't see a lot of them, like, you know, uh, going and taking the big check to talk about how they were suspicious or whatever. Right. And it's like, you could very easily do that. If you're a Sandy Hook parent, there is a million dollars waiting for you. For, oh, for sure. For, to just go and say, like, I, you know what, I was trying to keep quiet, but I don't know, something wasn't right down there at Sandy Hook, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's... That one's really frustrating because that it's kind of at that point that I realized how much of this conspiracy is all built on day one. Yeah. The way people reacted day one. And it's like, man, people are under a lot of stress in that situation. You can't just like think about anything in your own life. It's like, oh, oh OK, fucking uh, uh, Cheryl and Daryl broke up. Yeah. Well, I heard it was drugs. Like, oh, Daryl's using again. And then, no, it's because he forgot to pick up her prescriptions. Right. And then she got mad at him. He doesn't pay <laughs> attention. It's just like, yeah, the, 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 the fucking situations evolve and your like, level of knowledge evolves. And you, firsthand, you, you, I got 12 seconds to tell you what's going on with Cheryl and Daryl. Right. And I'm just going to, yeah, it's the drugs you forgot. And just like, oh, OK, you know, it's just yeah. this shit happens and you can't. Like like day nine, if they're still like, yeah, like, why were those tarps out there? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you give it a little more time to develop, then maybe there's a story here. But yeah, let it percolate. Yeah, so much of this, is especially just... really fucking be careful before you start asking people whose kids are dead a bunch of bullshit questions. Yeah, really, like to even get confident to a point where you thought like, okay, I've really looked at it. There's no explanation. This is very damning. Like you still got to feel horrible. Like yeah, ugh. it's fucking nuts. Uh, question 32, and this is one that was already sort of addressed. How is it that no parent wanted to see the dead bodies of their children in the school? They're not going to let the parents go in the fucking school to see the dead bodies. Yeah. That's not a thing that would happen, even if the parents wanted to. They're not going to let you go walk through an active fucking crime scene that's still being investigated just so you can see your dead kid. I mean, yeah. I get... And it's like, do I need to see the dressing of the scenario? Like, do it... If I'm the parent, I'm like, I don't want to see his homework on the day or whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't want to see all the artwork on the wall that they did. That's going to be fucking brutal. It's like, yeah, you don't like when in a murder case, is that ever what happens? That, you know, like detectives don't find the body and then call the parents to the crime scene to come see it. Yeah. Like and, they and, take that body to a morgue and goes, that's your kid. Well, and, they, and they're talking about that photographer is talking about like kind of being sensitive with the pictures and stuff. And it's like, here's what I would want if my kid was shot. And this is kind of what I imagine he'd done. I'm just inferring here, and I, I may be wrong. But it's like, okay, oh, God, what a fucking horrible thing to see. I, he's just like, well, here's a picture of her eye and those three freckles she has underneath her, yeah. her left eyes. And, and you're like, is that, are those Stacy's freckles? And they'll be like, yeah. And he's like, okay, well, that's yeah. all we need to know. Yeah, don't show me. I don't want to see the wound. I don't want to see yeah. Yeah, the naked fucking cold, the blood deflated. Of course you don't want to see that. Yeah, and I think it lends itself to the last question, number 33, why were all the funerals conducted with closed caskets? Maybe because a bunch of the kids got shot in the face? Yeah. Like, we don't, it's not like we have a detailed accounting of where every bullet hit. Yeah. But all of these kids were shot multiple times. So it stands to reason that some of those shots hit them in the face. Yeah. And, and it's like you don't want to have, like, 
half the caskets open. You yeah. Know? Like, and there is one funeral that they conducted with an open casket, and there was a sheet pulled up above the kid's face, so you could just see his eyes. And people were like, why would you do that? Will you think about that question a little bit before you ask Fucking it? Fucking asshole. You like, stupid asshole. Why? Probably because he doesn't have a lower jaw anymore. Yeah, probably because he, he looks like he's really good at movie reviews from the <laughs> nose down. That's mean. <laughs> he always looked so happy. Oh, uh, what was that Roger Ebert? Ebert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the jaw thing happened, because he was always like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always had that excited look on his face the last few years. Poor guy. He's just like a cool dude. <laughs> he did. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the questions. There's other stuff. I, I think we've covered everything from the documentary that was left out, except Chris Manfredonia, <laughs> who is a guy who was apprehended in the woods fleeing the scene, and he was going to the school to make gingerbread houses with his kid. Yeah, and the whole debate around him boils down to what time of day would a school plan gingerbread house making. <laughs> Because he said he was going at like one o'clock and people were like, they wouldn't do it that late in the day. It's like, ugh. well, yeah. maybe they already made them and he's just decorating them. You don't fucking know. Here's the fucking thing. A, a ginger, you don't make gingerbread. You can't get a kid to make a gingerbread house at 8 a.m. and expect him to learn grammar at 1230 right. p.m. Right. This fucking they're distractible. Of course, it's late in the day. And they're probably not baking the gingerbread houses. They're probably just pre-made. Graham cracker boxes on milk cartons. are and fucking squirting frosting all over them. Yeah. You could do that late in the day. Leave Chris Manfredonia alone, people. Jesus Christ. Leave that man and his hilarious name alone. <laughs> so that's basically the Sandy Hook conspiracy. I think we can agree it's not a conspiracy. It does not feel like a false flag operation. To yeah. Me. No, nor I. It is nice to just walk out of here like I'm not even the least bit suspicious. Yeah, this one feels like a lot of people reaching and basing this crazy theory off the snap reactions of people under an intense amount of stress. Well, it's like, yeah, people, I think, kind of see valid conspiracy and it's almost just like it's almost like like any kind of fad and pop culture, like like the backstreet boys or something it was like oh god they're a hit we got to make in sync and then like oh fuck we got 98 degrees and that was just a little bit too late you know <laughs> yeah and this is just they're like looking for something because the last thing oh that was weird and then we fucking we could i could have the next loose change yeah you know me sally storm dick or whatever her name is <laughs> yeah it's it's fucking insane yeah but not a conspiracy calm down motherfuckers uh, and with that, me and Connor will be harassed the rest of our lives. Yeah, well, after we're murdered by uh, by the Russian government for exposing those tower bombings. Yeah, 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 yeah. We might be dead by the time this episode goes up. You really? It's like this this whole podcast network is operating in a very nice sweet spot of like financial sustainability, but not big enough to where Adam is going to be killed walking his yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I worry about that. That <laughs> it'll get so big where I'm just like, all right, we got to shut this down now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But until then, we'll just keep rolling the dice. So that's that concludes False Flag Month. Well, what a <laughs> Conspiracy month. Conspiracy the show. You, what a month you, indeed. And uh, to, to peel back the curtain a little bit, you guys uh, heard this over the course of a month. This, this is three days of <laughs> Connor and Adam time. So I've just been thinking about three days of intense that, research about kids getting murdered. Died in horrible ways for <laughs> lies. Just very, very, very concentrated, like, bouillon cube of human yeah. suffering I've dropped into my brain. So <laughs> Yeah, I've changed the way we record these. So we kind of record all four in close proximity. In a little batch. Yeah. 
And it's like, why would you do that? So I don't have to talk about this shit every week. Yeah. I like to just uh, file this away for the rest of the next four weeks until we focus on whatever horrible thing. And we get back to our fucking, you know, uh, I don't know, like uh, Enron vision quest or whatever (laughs) is going to happen when Conspiracy the Show returns. So do we have anything to plug? This comes out in like a month. Again, feels weird to plug. I said on the last episode. Sure does. Follow me on social media at Connor McSpadden everywhere. ConorMcSpadden.com and MeanBoysPodcast.com for tour dates. Going all over the place with Mean Boys. Uh, dates might be uh, live uh, by this time. I'm sure they will be. We'll be in Indy, Chicago, Milwaukee, Detroit, Wisconsin. I already said Wisconsin. We're going to Philly, Pittsburgh, New York. So going all over nice. the place. So go, uh, go check those out. And uh, come to The Darkest Hour, second Friday of every month at Westside Comedy Theater in Santa Monica. And I think that's it. Let's get the fuck. Oh, also, if you want to hear the other two episodes from False, False Flag, Flag Month, Month. <laughs> go subscribe on Patreon and you can hear uh, our episode about famous false flag operations. You can hear our Russian apartment bombing episode and every other episode of this podcast you've never heard. And I do Just five dollars uh, a month. I do read the uh, the comments on there and I try to respond if it's uh, if it's interesting. You know, yeah, I, I do. And I, if you send me a tweet about it, I, I will probably I read all of it. I, I, I respond to just about everything because I do appreciate it. So, so let's get the fuck out of here, Connor. Say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>